Hello and welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. Hello. And I am joined by Miles. Hi, Miles. And I'm also Hello. joined by Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hello. Hi. How are you guys doing? I'm tired. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's try to keep up the energy. People love listening to this podcast and feeling energized <laughs> and amused. We're always, you know, so on the ball and loud and, and Listeners, boisterous. Listeners, is that how you feel? Listeners, write in and tell us how you feel at this very moment. We had a listener once call us like a chill or mellow podcast, and I was like, <laughs> we are lazy. Well, some people some people listen to us while falling asleep. Some people listen to us while working. Wake up. Some people listen to us while driving. So I hope you're not falling asleep and yeah, driving. Yeah, wait a minute. If you're driving, let's <laughs> watch watch your blind spot. Or, yeah. Switch lanes slowly. Um, anyway, normally- and, and I hope you're not falling asleep on the job either. And I hope you're not working while driving. None of these things should be done together. Yeah, keep them separated. <laughs> As the offspring would say. Don't work in your sleep. It's, it doesn't yield good good results. Normally, we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I wonder what the ratio of JoJo episodes to non-JoJo episodes <laughs> is at this point. Uh, but JoJo's is off the air, so these days we've been watching anime uh, at large. And uh, also the movie Shrek. And like, I don't know, other stuff maybe. And this week, we decided to watch Carole, Carol and Tuesday. Who recommended this? Miles did. Miles. Yes. Who told you to watch this? I read about it in the New York Times. Oh my god. Oh. You son of a gun. What did the Times say? I'm very say? old, so that's how I learn about things. Oh. <clears throat> it was like it was a list of um I think like things to watch with subtitles in the wake of uh Parasite winning the Oscar. Ah. Oh, interesting. Um Oh, we should, what if we did Parasite? That's not an anime. No, you can't do that. <laughs> if they make a Parasite anime that's not the Parasite with a Y anime that we saw, yeah, then maybe. Um, All right. We watched episodes one, two, and three of the Netflix original anime, Carol and Tuesday. Before we talk about that, however, You can watch it on Netflix. It's right on that Netflix. There's two seasons right now. It's good. Well, no, don't give it away. <laughs> All right. Keep that feeling a secret. Um, listen. If you already like what you hear, God bless you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash jjbpod. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and just give us a dollar a month. That's it. That's all I ask. But there are boner fits to paying more a no. month. I think that's how you say that word. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, we'll get into that later. First thing we should do... You know what, actually? How are you guys doing? I know I asked, but asked like, us. how are you really doing? I'm tired, I said. That's it? Nothing Nothing else interesting happening? I'm also hungry. <laughs> oh, wow. Two things going on in Jackie's world. Miles? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm back on parental leave, but I'm back to work next week. And I don't want to go back to work, really. That sucks. But I must. Yeah. Well, are you? would you look forward to it more if things were normal and you could go into the office again? Is it working from home that sucks? Yeah, I think I would look forward to it a little bit more if things were normal. Oh, I would not want to go anywhere. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to go to work in the office. I'm of two minds about it. I don't it. like offices. I can see both benefits. Well, actually, actually, that's not true. I think I say that now because I, I switch jobs to a job that is fully remote no matter what. But I guess if there was an office to go to, I would want to go to it. <laughs> but since my entire team is remote anyway, going to an office wouldn't, wouldn't be good for me. You know? Yeah, there's yeah, no point. I feel like 
I have like a very like I I like that my work life is totally separate from the rest of my life and I have mm-hmm. like my own routines that I have like in that separate world and I, I don't like the two melting together too much. I get mm-hmm. that. But I also like that when there's nothing happening at work, I can just like vacuum the living room. I'm like, look, I'm getting shit yeah. done. Or play a bunch <laughs> of video games. I'm in the middle of like six right now. <laughs> to me, there is a separation because my uh, my desk for work is like in a specific corner that I'm not going to go to unless I'm working. So it's like if I'm there, I'm in work mode. If I'm anywhere else, I'm not in work mode and it works out. Nice. It's a good yeah. separation. The baby has cannibalized my old workspace. Oh. Uh, so now I have like, I, I'm just like a migrant in my own house. Mm. <laughs> Get used to it, Miles. Uh, anyway, so we will get into our feelings and our understandings of Carol and Tuesday momentarily, but we also like to talk with our listeners. Um, Let's hear from them. At a little place called Messages from Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is just where people email us. Just write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com uh, if you would like to be heard. And uh, we have a bunch of emails this week. Oh, man, I'll start with this big one. God dang, this is big. Um, this email is from someone who signs their emails as... Oh, it's Arthur. Okay, we've we've heard from Arthur a few times recently. Um, we didn't read this one before, right? This email is called Wasted Potential. Hello from October 2018. Uh, they just finished watching the second part five episodes um, and was excited um, to once again, yeah, to agree with us on the fact that we were hoping we'd see Giorno wrestle be- with being half vampire and being half Dio. Um, and they agree that it was sort of like, oh, yeah, that felt like it would have a lot of potential, but that just wasn't there. Um, they say that they feel like Giorno had potential to be interesting, but was flat like Jonathan's. But I didn't think Jonathan's story, ar- story arc or character was very flat. That's IMO. I mean, I think Jonathan still kind of sucks a little bit, but I mean, he's got an arc and, you know, he's dimensional. Yeah, we don't really hear his internal monologue. And he's just like domineering. Like, we don't really know that he's real friends with these people, I think. Oh, but then they do feel like he listens to his boys. And he wants to help them instead of just becoming the boss for his own power. And that's why he's able to fight Diavolo, because Diavolo took his friends from him. After the last fight, when Mista rejoices and suggests they go find Bruno to tell him the good news, Giorno can only respond with an apprehensive yeah. Not just because he can't bring himself to tell Mista that Bruno is already dead, because he know Oh, spoilers for part five. But hmm. because he now feels at least partially responsible for Bruno's death, he wonders if his friends would still be alive if he hadn't been so self-centered. Could he have fought harder to protect them? Oh, uh, okay. This is all what they think it could have been for Giorno, but wasn't. Or maybe something less ham-fisted, I don't know. But something could have been done to make Giorno's character arc more interesting. Anyway, sorry for the rambling email, but I hope you at least enjoyed my basic ideas somewhat. I'm always interested to hear what you guys might change about the show and thought I'd try my hand at armchair manga writing. As always, thanks for all the fun and I hope you guys are staying safe and happy in the end times. Arthur. Thanks, Arthur. Every time one of you... I think that was good, Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, this is at least like an amount of thought that Ardaki didn't put into it. But again, I mean, he... He basically, like, 
throws he, himself he six started, balls to juggle and then is like, ah, shit. He started writing Giorno and then he was like, um, ah, he's boring. I, I care more about the other guys. And so he just focused more on the other guys. I feel like <laughs> he must like draw a new character and then he's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. What's this guy about? <laughs> yeah. Hang on a sec. And then halfway through, he's like, oh, I forgot about Giorno. <laughs> I forgot about the Jojo of this story. Whoops. Um, But yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to put in a few cues about what his background is and who has he become because he's been working with all these uh, troublemakers. Mm-hmm. Every time one of us says, uh, thanks, Arthur, by the way, I did we did I talk about this, about no. the, the Haitian weatherman video? No. Where it's just the weather guy and he's at like the green screen background and it's just a bunch of temperatures on like a map of Haiti and he's like, pretty much everywhere, it's gonna be hot. <laughs> and then he says like, Sade, and she's like, she holds her blazer and she's like, then I don't need a jacket. And then there's a pause and Arthur just goes like, ha, 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 like real hard. And she goes, thanks, Arthur. And that's the end of the video. Okay. It's uh, it's pretty great. Well, you all know what I would change. I would have made the Dio being his father more of a important thing. I would have made it an inner struggle that he would have to grapple with. Yeah. I think that's the biggest wasted potential then, of the series. And him and Trish could have bonded yeah. over that too, because her bo- her dad is also a bad bad guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Well, whatever. Araki just is very like, nope. This was it. This was the right <laughs> choice. And he never. I'm sure he he might have regrets as an author, but he doesn't put them out there, and that's kind of fine. You know, <laughs> I think authors sometimes. I, don't know, I understand wanting to be transparent, but sometimes it's good to just be like, nope. He just seems up. Doesn't he seem optimistic to you? He oh, seems yeah. optimistic, like super optimistic to me. He's like, very cheery. Yeah, like all his, like, when you read his writings, it's like, I don't know. It's just, like, nice. Well, some of the stories like, are partially cynical, but his commentary on them is always like, wow, what a weird <laughs> story I wrote. Like, very curious about the world and, like, I don't know. Like, like a know. child. A, a child like little bit like sense a child. of wonder. Yeah. Miles, I don't know if you can hear this, but... I'm going to play something. It's a nine second video. I can't hear it. Wait for it. I can't hear it. Wait for it. I can't hear it. Pretty much everywhere, it's going to be hot. Try that. Then I don't need a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Arthur. Thanks, Arthur. Did you hear that, Miles, or no? Mm, yes. Nice. I'm surprised it worked that way. I'm just going to edit that over my impression. I don't think you need to hear both. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's move on to the next email. I'll read it. I technically... Oh, this is from Talia. The subject is about languages. I technically know more than one language, but I'm not bilingual. I I call it 1.5 lingual. Anyway, since Miles Pa had a... a, Since Miles Pa has a baby, I thought I'd learn you some factoids about learning languages. I don't think any of this, I don't know, like, I want to fact check this because I don't know if it's true. I don't know Uh. if I can trust you. Um, So all humans learn language in the same order, but not in the same length of time. So your kid may spend an extra few weeks in one stage. That doesn't mean that they have a learning disability. I was originally going to, going to go into the parts of the brain responsible for language, but I've forgotten a lot of it, LOL. Also, I've always wanted to wanted language to be part of a game's mechanic. Like if you're a stranger to a land, everyone's dialogue looks like scribbles because you can't understand it. Also, also, I've always wanted to get a tattoo in a foreign language that looks cool but says something stupid like orange juice. Also, 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 
Also, I really like the fact that there's a pillar man floating in space and I do not want him to return. To me, it's like burying alive an immortal. Why do you like that? <laughs> anyway, postscript. Every time I close my eyes, I want to rip my fucking eyes out because I have allergies. What the fuck body? Pollen isn't going to kill me. Post postscript. I always wanted a dog, but instead of teaching them tricks like jump, I would teach them things like move to the left two feet, but... The command would be something like Flugenstein. Okay. This okay. is a lot of things that Talia likes that we've learned. <laughs> it's like a list of things Talia I, likes. I feel like we're supposed to write a personals ad for Talia or something now. <laughs> By the way, that last bit about like a random word that would tell your dog to do like an inconsequential thing, people would just think that your dog doesn't listen to you. They would have no idea <laughs> that's what you were saying. Mm. So. Or that their name is Flugenstein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... By the way, the whole, uh, if you're a stranger, everyone's dialogue looks like scribbles. That's what they do in Zelda since uh, Ocarina oh, yeah. of Time. You can't read Hylian. I was thinking, yeah, they definitely do that in game. I feel like Mass Effect does that too. Like where, or oh, or like there's probably, um, I know that there's games where you don't know their language and then, and then you learn it or something and then you can talk to them, you know? Yeah, I think that's Or you don't thing. know their language and then you like turn into a frog or something and now you can talk to them. Hell you yeah. know, like you, you, you aren't one of them and then you, you do a thing and now you can talk to them um that's definitely a thing yeah that's a thing yeah expand your oeuvre talia i think i've used that word twice in a row miles please read this email is from thomas you might get my son because he's getting his diaper changed in this very room Ooh. Um, put the mic on it uh, <laughs> <don't>. <laughs> Uh, this is Eyes of Heaven follow-up. Hey, JJB Pod, thanks for reading my email. Just to be 100% sure you won't get spoiled, you, you might want to wait till part six anime. Uh -huh. The manga parts are the last three parts specific chapter all in a row before the three chapters which aren't based on a part. Mm. Uh, villains from the different parts pop up in the different chapters. The story starts with part three, but Jotaro burns a book that happens to turn up in a later part. What? Um, All-Star Battle is fun for how Namco Bandai decided to abridge the parts. Due to having about three part three villains, they really stretch out the whole horse fight. <laughs> As an aside, Jojo Mugen is an alternative. They're 2D fighters, mm. fan-made, and heavily based upon heritage for the future. Being fan-made, the characters that are added aren't the best, read are terrible, but they're fun for what they are. Search Jojo's Bizarre Adventure on a site like Game Jolt to find them. All the best, Thomas. P.S. Don't worry about calling someone a Kiwi. We're all pretty understanding. It's like calling an Australian an Aussie. Just don't get us mixed up. Some people really don't like that. That, that, makes, ma sense. that makes sense. <laughs> I get it. People don't like being called a thing that they are not. <laughs> it's true. Glad get to get right. that, that, that confirmation on saying Kiwi. Um, probably not a professional setting word, but I don't work with any Kiwis professionally. I think it's good. Like, let people identify themselves first and then call them what they call themselves. If that's okay with... Actually, that's not that's not always true either. <laughs> Listen, when you see a kiwi, call it a kiwi. You know what I mean? I don't know. All right. Um, I thought Mugen was uh, like custom fighting game stuff. It's not specific to JoJo, right? Mugen? Yeah, but I guess maybe there's like a collection of them on certain sites. Mm. Um, I had a bunch of them. I think I, I ended up... I remember this. Figuring out that they 
were a lot of them were ripped from the PlayStation version of the game where they were like not playable. They were just like boss characters. They were cool. It was like Enya summoned some of those uh, zombies that she has like put holes in their tongues or whatever. Cool, creepy shit like that. Um, Can you play online with people? But that's, that's a good point. That's something to do on the stream or whatever. With those, uh, Mugen, I, you can I don't play know online, if you can play right? Mugen online. You can? It would be tough because everyone has different fighters. It's like the, oh. most, it's the most bootleg thing, but there are some, because everyone just has different whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. but there are some mainstays like um, Omega Tom Hanks, <laughs> and I think there's like Final Tiger Woods. Um, Omega Tom Hanks is great because... He uh, attacks by DVDs of his most famous movies flying out of the screen and hitting you. And all of his like dialogue, <laughs> like the fighting game, are just him laughing really hard, like different parts of his dialogue from movies. Uh, it's kind of unsettling now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a spoof on instead of like Shin Akuma in Street Fighter. It's Omega Tom Hanks. Nice. Uh, <laughs> by the way, feel free, please do rate us on iTunes if you like the show. Just look up JoJo's Bizarre Podcast on iTunes. And we got a recent one about a week ago uh, that I screenshotted. It is a five-star review. It says, I love you guys. It's by Ricardus Maximus. And the body says, Miles, adopt me, please. Miles, will you adopt them? I don't think we are uh, going to expand our family at the moment. We're definitely not. We're almost certainly not going to expand our family biologically, but we probably will adopt or uh, foster if, if if that's what we want to do in, in the future. So uh, please uh, g- give me your card, Ricardus. <laughs> yeah, send your CV. Send in your, yeah, send in your resume. <laughs> All right, the next email's from Chad. Uh, I guess I'll read it because... No, I'll read it. Oh, okay. This is from Chad. Uh, the subject line is the Rohan Ishbe collection and Q hobbies. Aloha JJB pod. Aloha. These Rohan OVAs have been a great taste of Jojo and I bet we all wish there was more already waiting for us. Alas, much like waiting out the end of the real life pandemic, the real life pandemic, the wait for the stone ocean is uncertain in length. But I know we will make it. Um, with their more horror and terror leanings, the thus spoke Rohan Kishbe stories really remind me of jo- Junji Ito's one shots. I know last year you folks were maybe thinking of watching the Ju- Junji Ito collection. Well, I think you all should, especially because the new Adult Swim Uzumaki, especially before the new Adult Swim Uzumaki, but you should definitely pick and choose. As a Junji Ito fan, I would recommend skipping episodes 1 and 5 just because the recurring character Shoichi is annoying, but make sure to watch episodes 9, 13A, and 13B since these all feature the infamous Tomie. I would love to watch a Tomie because she also reminds me of um, uh, Yukako. Anyway, lastly, have any of you picked up any quarantine hobbies or projects? I've decided to rekindle my video editing skills in quotes. I used to be a video product as, pr- video production assistant back in college and edit the voiced in-game cutscenes from my current favorite mobile game so that they use the dubbed English audio instead. If anyone likes the anime and or game based on the manga Seven Deadly Sins, the shonen series, not the hentai with a similar name, feel free to search for Grand Cross Story Dub or here's a link to the playlist. 
Thanks for the link. <laughs> Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Every time I cover my face, I end up with my glasses getting so foggy. Yeah, same. Okay, I don't know what the Seven Deadly Sins anime it's, is. It's uh, it's 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 what he just wrote about in the, in the above. It's a mobile game, but oh. the in-game cutscenes, I guess, are only Japanese voice acted. So he manually went ahead and put in English dubbed audio. From where I don't know. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's kind of cool if you want that consistency. Miles, do you have any new hobbies or skills? Uh, trying to figure out how to get a newborn to go to sleep. That's pretty mm. much it. So that you, so you don't have that skill. You're saying? No, it seem, and it seems to change every couple of days, like the preferred <laughs> method. So it's like it's a, it's very much. I compared it to like. Like if you're like a spy and you have to know a new secret code every week so that the enemy doesn't break it, I have to break the code uh, every couple of days. Wow. Amazing. You're, you're like the um, the imitation game for parenting. Can I just right. say when I saw this subject, <laughs> when I saw this subject line, uh, Q hobby, uh, Rohan Ishbe collection and Q hobbies, I thought Chad was writing in about your son. <laughs> like what are his hobbies? Yes. Uh, because the nickname is, is Q for Miles's son, uh, so I was so so. Follow up question: What are Q's hobbies? <laughs> Q's hobbies so far, I mean, his main things that he does are eat and sleep and shit. But he's like beginning to Same. become more vocal and like track things with his eyes, which is pretty neat. Yes. So he's developing a hobby of like looking at the ceiling at stuff. Mm. Well, you should put shit up there. You should be like, you're doing great. There's, he has, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I will a, do that. The words up there. Just Good job. Gone, buddy. He, son. He likes to look at our overhead lighting and I think it's because it, it looks like a boob. Like the light fixtures on our ceilings. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what they you're talking like about. They look like boobs, kind of. That's and he's funny. like, is it, is it mealtime? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> that boob is far. I think so. Right. The great boob in the sky. <laughs> Boob in the sky keeps on milking. No, that's a it's an intransitive verb, I think. Mark, any new hobbies? No or skills. Well, I got uh, new strings for my bass guitar today. Um, they were heavily delayed, so they just arrived, and some cleaner for the fretboard. So I'm going to learn how to clean clean the fretboard, <laughs> restring a bass guitar, and then. <laughs> Hopefully, if I do those right, I will get back into playing bass guitar. Um, I did fix the um, one of the knobs, like the volume knob or the the pickup knob, because um, it was all loose. And I remember for years, I was like, oh, I got to get that fixed. But I just went on YouTube and looked it up, and it was pretty easy to figure it out. So I was very pleased. It feels like new. Um, I mean, this bass still sucks. It's like basically an Ibanez baby's first bass. Um but I didn't use it that much when I first got it as a teenager, so I'm excited. Babies, grown-up bass. That's right. Uh, new hobbies for me. Um, well, I can't go outside, so I'm walking. That's a hobby. I'm walking inside is what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I've, I've discovered that after 4 p.m., I can... No, after 3 p.m., I can sit by the window. That's a hobby. I can sit by the window and get a little bit of sun. So my hobby now is relaxing by our window for exact for an exact amount of time so that I can get some sunshine. 
Uh, also cooking. I've been cooking a lot more. Normally we order out, but I've been, I don't know, doing easy stuff, but experimenting but it's with good. things. And Mark likes it. I like it. He doesn't want me to stop. I mean, I, I'm also down to order, but it's a waste of money, it turns out. We learned how to grocery shop. <laughs> we'll never go back. Uh, Especially since I can work for, from home forever. Like, even after all this is over, I'll, I can still, I'll still well, work the, from the home. The problem is, is that you end up being like, Mark, do you want to cook something? And I'm like, uh, no. Well, <laughs> you know, I don't want you to think I own the kitchen, you know? Like, if you wanted to cook something... You oh, believe, believe me, I know the door is open. If you want, if you wanted to be like, I'm going to make grilled cheeses for us for dinner today, I would be like, yeah. Honestly, that thought has crossed my mind many times. You should do and it. I'm always like, no. You could very easily, you can make grilled cheese. You can <laughs> boil up the like cheese ravioli very easily. There's no, easy, if, easy if I do the grilled do. cheese, we're doing the tomato soup. All right. At the same time. Okay. Um, but even the other day when I just like threw together a quesadilla, I was like, my feet hurt. I hate this. <laughs> Uh, because yeah. I famously have very bad feet, and if I'm not like wearing sneakers, then standing just sucks. You should maybe wear sneakers. I know, but then you're like, gotta lace up my uh, <laughs> Brooks fucking running shoes. I'll I'll get you these shoes. Wirecutter says that they have good arch support. I'll get you in men's. Get you the shoes in men's. Miles says they make his feet sweaty. I like these slippers. But these slippers are good too. <laughs> well, I mean, these look. These slippers definitely help my feet. They do. But yeah, but I mean, like I have fucking four hundred dollar medical inserts in my shoes do you wear these sneak these slippers all day no home? but i've started to more now that we're staying home all the time mm, okay because there's some days we're walking just on my bare feet i'm like this sucks why are we recording this no i, I want to know listeners write in and let us know how you keep your feet comfortable all day at home they're standing. all young people they're gonna write in and be or like actually, nothing it's fine not it's just normal. not just at home you know, some people out there are working still for some reason. I mean, it sucks. I hate your, your employer sucks if you're going into the office. But, you know, if you're on your feet, let us know what your feet tips are. Yeah. Foot tips. Also, I'm interested to know if you have, if you don't live in the United States, uh, let us know what your country is doing to support you during this pandemic. I'm interested. This is not like a political, you know, statement or whatever. But uh, our country famously is not doing a whole lot. Uh, but so I'm curious to hear what the differences are. Free insoles for everybody. Oh, man. That would be great. Insoles for all. Um, what if we do insoles for incels? No. And just all the people that are um, horny and upset get shoot. Maybe they'd be like, oh, there's more to life than, you know, stuff. Uh, I feel like, oh, Miles. Oh, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Oh, very important question. Miles, are you worried that people will think that your kid's name is Q for quarantine? I was going to ask that. <laughs> I was going to ask that same question because Chad's, uh, Chad's subject line said Q and he meant quarantine, not Miles' son. So, Miles, how does it feel to, how did you predict the quarantine and name your son after it? How does it feel? <laughs> uh, I also made the same connection when I saw Chad's email and I had not thought about the the Q link up. Um, I knew this was going to happen and I'm sorry. You didn't warn anybody. Sorry to me, or are you sorry to Q? Um, I'm sorry to America. Did 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 Q your son bring upon us this mm. horrible disease? Like, is it his fault? <laughs> mm -hmm. My son is one of the four horsemen, specifically <laughs> pestilence. Pestilence. I mean, we don't we don't know what your son was doing in like November and December. You know, it might have been in China um fucking shit up throwing bats at people yeah 
working in a virology lab. Yeah, we we don't know for sure that he was in the womb the whole time. Right. What is a human soul? Where does it come from? Mm. <laughs> uh, this email is from Adil. Dear Jojo B-Pod, I just finished your episode on At the Confessional. I think the OVA had some good rewatch value once you know the twist and are waiting for the master and servant's reactions after the switch. Fun fact, in the original comic, Rohan gets in the empty booth to pretend to confess his sins for an authentic experience, but he has to pause because he, quote, has never committed a sin. Wow. This was in the the same summer he tried to kill three high school students. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and he, uh, Adil attaches the uh, evidence. Uh, it's the manga panel. He attaches a link, but I it's could not dead. access it. I'm about to. Try, um, I'm trying I'm to assuming, pull it up now. I'm assuming it's the manga panel because, but it's it. There, we can't access too. it. Yeah, I can't. Damn. It says chapter one, episode sixteen at the confessional. I know. I'm trying to page find page 12. twelve, but it's this. I'll, I'll look for it. Go ahead, Miles. A question. What's your favorite moment for each Joe star? A few of mine were Jonathan's dying moment, Joseph saving Shizuka by slitting his wrist, and Josuke's blood bullet. As for anime, I kind of recommend Trigun. I remember it was a very episodic series in the first half, so the first three episodes should be pretty strong standalone. I think Vash shares a lot of Joseph's charisma, idiocy, and trickery. Thank you for your content from Adil. Thank you, Adil. Thank, Thank you, you Adil. Adil. Favorite moments for each JoJo. Um, hmm. mm. I also like uh, Jonathan's dying moment is pretty good. Um, Joseph, uh, when he first demonstrates Hamon on those cops by like shooting the Coke caps at them uh, and stuff is pretty good. Um, Joseph cross-dressing. Joseph cross-dressing. Dressing and injuring men so that they yell pineapples uh, when they're in pain. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying I to think what know. Josuke. I like. Oh, I like a lot when Josuke breaks the bike that he's riding and explodes it into pieces so it doesn't hit a kid, and then uses his stand to reassemble it on the other side. Uh, super cool. Anything, Jackie? I can't think of anything. I like in the part seven manga. I won't do it. No. Um. Yeah, I can't find this page twelve that you you linked to Adil, but uh, one day we'll believe you that Rohan said he has never committed a sin. <laughs> if you want to write to us, please do so by writing to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail dot com. Try to uh, keep a structure, and uh, you know just. Write to us about uh, JoJo or, uh, you know, the anime that we watched this week or the coming week. Let's take a break and then we'll get back on to talk about Patreon. And we're back. Um, Listen, one last thing about people that listen to us. We have a Patreon. I mentioned that earlier. But uh, to be honest, it is, in fact, (laughs) patreon.com slash jjbpod. Um, I should have said reiterate. Um, you can just chip in a dollar that does help, believe it or not, um, with some of the upkeep, um, for the expenses of the pod. Uh, if you go up to $3, we will read your name like so. Thank you, Austin, Celeste, who's new, Chad, Christian, Josh, Kevin, Martin, Michael, Tim, and Tyler. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, you. Celeste, new person. And there are some people where if you just opt in 
uh, for $20, only one time, you only have to do it one time, then for that month, you can make us watch an anime of your choosing. Um, so this week, we had someone uh, redo their $20 pledge, and we have a new $20 pledge. So we'll be watching some stuff uh, coming up, including The Promised Neverland. That might be next week, I think, if anyone likes The Promised Neverland. And the other one, I don't think we've gotten a message yet on what they want us to see, but uh, we'll, we'll do it. We'll find out. We'll do it. So if you want to make us watch something, try it out. Cough you, it up. But you could also just email us and maybe one day we'll listen to you. Yeah, sometimes we just run out of our own ideas and we take old uh, suggestions. Yeah. So. <laughs> you might but, get lucky. But still, if we've been saying like, ugh, that thing sounds stupid, I won't watch it, you can make us. Like Carolyn Tuesday, the one we're doing today, that, that wasn't anybody's Patreon, right? Nope. Uh, it's just Miles read it in the Times. Another way you can get us to watch things is if you write about it in the Times. There you go. <laughs> for anybody listening. Mm-hmm. Who writes uh, for the Times. <laughs> uh, Barry Weiss, um, write a piece no. about uh, your favorite anime. We're not We're not taking recommendations from Barry Weiss. No, we are not. <laughs> if you're listening, fucking stop writing. No. Disappear into uh, a cave. I don't know who writes for the Times. Does uh, Ronan Farrow write for the Times? No. Other doo doo heads. No. All right. Well, look, I don't like to say this about people. I don't like to use this word. Okay. But I mean, some of those people are real numbskulls. You know no, what I mean? No, I don't like it. Real dum dums. Do you want to talk about there. this anime? I yeah. like this anime. Miles, what did you think of this anime? I liked it. I thought it was a little bit slow for my taste, but it's like I I liked that we are that we ended up watching something that's not so like boyish and about like killing each other. Mm. Oh, that was the difference. I it did yeah. remind me a little bit of JoJo's in that the, the like there were a lot of musical references, you know, which is a JoJo's thing. Mm-hmm. So, and it's about friendship, and I think JoJo's is about friendship, but like manly boy friendship. Yeah, and this is girly friendship this is a lot less subtle and more realistic i think about people yeah. falling in friends though what i don't think is there are some things i don't think are realistic okay like how do you just meet somebody and then you let them move in with you that's a lot well i mean maybe she needed to sublet because uh she loses jobs all the time and how so how are they paying for this apartment because carol I don't know. I guess she at one point had a job, but now she's looking for a new job. And you know, we should summarize the show too. As soon as you're done, Tuesday is a rich girl who can't spend her money because then her parents will find her. So she's just living there. She's she's just uh, what's the word? She's couch surfing, freeloading, freeloading. Yeah. Well, maybe she has cash. We don't know. Well, she'll probably pay her like pay her at some point. Like she'll probably pay Carol at some point. Yeah. So the show Carol and Tuesday. Uh, came out last year in 2019, April, uh, as an anime on Netflix, and a manga launched like a month later. Um, it, really? It started out as an anime? Yep. Yep. Mm. It happens. Um, and it is directed by Shinichiro Watanabe, who did Cowboy Bebop, oh. right? And Samurai Champloo, and something else I oh, forgot. We should watch Samurai Champloo. Space Dandy, and the Animatrix shorts that he did. Mm. Um I see Miles typing notes. I want to just name like 40 more animes or something. Um, no. <laughs> it's about... Although that's not really a non sequitur, so I don't think it should Go be ahead. included. It's in true. Our, was well, it was also... Uh, 
It was also written about, uh, it was produced by the studio Bones, who did uh, the Full Metal Alchemist animes, Eureka 7, and Oran High School Host Club. So if you like that animation, I have to say the animation here is very good. It looks great. Um, It is about two girls. One is named Carol, and one is named Tuesday. They are on Mars, um, and they meet and form a girl group musical group one of them uh sings and plays the piano that's carol and tuesday uh she plays the guitar and also sings they sing very nice together um yes and in the production side of things they each have a voice actor for all the dialogue and a singer um voice the songs are in english and they're catchy and i like them yeah in general all the english content in this anime is really well done there's very few like weird mistranslations or poor understandings of the english language like all the social media stuff by my eyes were perfect um the english like singing sounds like native speakers perfectly which they might be um i do know that both of their singers uh no only one of their singers lives in japan and is a voice actress the other one for carol has a weird name it's like br.xx something it's like a stage name? I mean, I would hope so. Hopefully, it's not like the Elon Musk kid <laughs> named X-Ash A12. Yeah. Something. Sounds like a fucking B- BMW or something. Or whatever. Yeah. Poor kid. <sighs> it's just weird to have a name like that because you're going to grow up. People are going to be like, I, your parents are assholes. I they, know who you are. They were like, you know what? Let's make something really unique so that we can definitely buy the domain now. <laughs> well, it's got fucking Greek letters that you can't even make yeah, into a domain. That's true. <laughs> Um, I'm looking at the list of like artists who contributed music and it's includes Flying Lotus it includes Taylor McFerrin who's Bobby McFerrin's son and I think Mark we saw him we did open up for some act I forget who maybe not Plaid was it Uh, and I forget who it was maybe Plaid and and Thundercat too really Thundercat's on here yeah. Because I have some mixed feelings, and I don't mean that about like anything specifically. Um, but I, I some songs on this on this show so far I like, some not so much. Um but overall it's pretty fun. Um and each of the episodes are named after a famous uh song. In this case, episode one is True Colors by Cindy Lauper. Ah. The second one is Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. And the third one is Fire and Rain, which is by, what did it say, James Taylor? I don't know that one. Uh, which was on Warner Brothers Records, but in the anime, they call it Barner Brothers. Which also <laughs> reminds me of JoJo's. <laughs> uh, Fire and Rain is a song that is about James Taylor's reaction to the suicide of a childhood friend. Way to go, Carol and Aww. Tuesday. None of that happened You probably in this have heard the song Fire and Rain, by the way. Is that I've Seen Fire and I've like Seen Rain? Like you'd know it if you heard it. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I don't think I know it. It's uh, The name of the album it's on is Sweet Baby James. Anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought you wanted to see this because you knew that there was an episode called Born to Run. Do you think her name is Tuesday because Tuesday in other languages is Marte, which is like Mars? The day no, of the I don't week think for that. Mars, and that's where they live. It's Mars. Uh, I don't think that. You don't think that because it's a good coincidence. Oh, you're you know what? You're right. Actually, in other, it's not just uh, Spanish. It's other. It's it's based too. on Latin. Based on Latin. Prob- well, actually, I don't know. Well, also, does is German Mars pronounced Mars or is it different Miles? 
How do you say? I assume it's pronounced the same. Well, how do you say Tuesday in in German? Dienstag. Okay. Well, that's not helpful. Mm. (laughs) Well, anyway, Mars and Tuesday in Latin languages are the same. German is not a Latinate language. Well, German Dienstag is probably from Thingsustagas, the day of Thingsus. Apparently, that's a Germanic god. Great job, Thingsus. Yeah, write it down, Miles. (laughs) Carol is fashionable and cool, and she rides a hoverboard. And Tuesday dresses in Lolita fashion, uh, and she's very cute. She looks like Lily from Tekken. (laughs) That's what I would say she looks like. Okay. Um, This is also a rare example of having a black character fronting uh, an anime. Um, Matter of fact, I don't know that I can think of black women being like a main character on an anime series. Um, Ed for for Cowboy Bebop, right? Well, Ed, I wouldn't say is the lead. And I don't know Ed's background necessarily. I don't know anyone's background really, but... Okay. um, Ed's a bit of a mystery. Um... Yeah. All right. Everyone in Samurai Champloo is Japanese. (laughs) I mean, it's possible. I haven't seen it. So I'm going to agree. I don't know. So anyway, it's cool. Uh, She has an interesting Japanese accent. I can't quite put my finger on it, but she doesn't sound like any other character that I can remember hearing. Which one? Um, Carol. Oh. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it is. I do think it's funny, though, that when she says her name, the other girl says her name is Tuesday, Carol is like, were you born on a Tuesday? And she goes, I don't know. And then she's like, what about you, Carol? <laughs> were you born on Christmas? And she's like, probably. <laughs> and I was a little like, how do you not know this? Yeah, you- if someone names you a day of the week, they should be like, because you were born on that day. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they really liked the, it's another musical reference and it's Amy Mann's former band, Till Tuesday. It's because she was born on Mars. All right. <laughs> Um, and they should have named her like Mars Dog or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's spelled, it's Carol with an E at the end too. Is that how Carol King spells her name? I don't know. But there was part of this that reminded me of the Carol King. What did it? Actually, two things remind me of Carol King now it that I think Carol, about it. It is Carol, by the way. It is. She does spell it that way with an E at the end. Oh. So the Carol King musical, which I saw, it's called Beautiful. And it, uh, Beautiful. it was on Broadway starring Vanessa Carlton. Um, I mean, maybe this is a story with a lot of, maybe this is a story with a lot of singer songwriters, but, um, or, or duos, whatever, like Carol King meets up with, uh, someone, I don't remember the name. I think it's a dude and it's like one of them has the lyrics and one of them has the, uh, the melody and they put it together. And that kind of reminded me of, of this here where one of them, um, Carol just starts playing with the piano and like kind of humming a tune. Or like doing da 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 da, you know, um, and then Tuesday comes along and like she felt something from from that and wrote some lyrics about a lonely girl mm-hmm. and it was very I like this song, um, and then the other thing that reminds me of it is uh, the Carol King musical Beautiful was starring Vanessa Carlton and uh, the voice of Tuesday reminds me a little bit of Vanessa Carlton when she sings, ah. so that's it. Mm. But it's not Vanessa Carlton. I checked. It is not. It is Selena something. Also, if you have heard of Vanessa Carlton's one song, uh, her later albums are much better. Listen to Rabbits on the Run. Go beyond the single. Yeah. Go beyond. Um, 
Yeah. Look, I don't like any of the music we've talked about so far. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> I I don't remember what I was gonna say though. So do you like this? Do you like the songs in this anime? I like some of them. I don't like the headline song "Loneliest Girl." I like it. I don't it's like the sad. I don't like the chorus because either I don't like the melody and I find it treacly, or it does that thing where like the vocal melody follows the exact same melody that the accompaniment is doing so it's just mm. it's kind of boring and flat it's so catchy i guess but i like the verses a little bit mm. um what did you guys think of the opening and ending songs i don't, I don't know. think i even listened to them uh you should have um the opening i feel the opposite about the loneliest girl i like the chorus the rest of it sounds a little bit like that city pop sort of japanese r&b genre Mm. i'm not a huge fan mm. of and the ending i like a lot too the ending's cool um i just wrote down the intro is cute that's what i wrote uh i like the use of electric piano at some some points though i'm a big fan of that that sound that sort of bell almost like not quite xylophone but bell sound that a keyboard can do and uh when they leave the dj's mansion they play some whimsical like fiddle and whistle song and i really liked it actually I like the laundromat mm. song. The stomp and clap. Yeah. I like that I they like got that too. I like that they got that guy in the middle of them to to join in on the music with them. Yeah. He, he did he did what I would want, want to do, but instead I would just turn red and try to leave slowly. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> Who sits and just watches their laundry getting done though? I don't know. I've never used a laundromat. No, I, yeah, I think when you're when you go to a laundromat, like you have to watch it so people don't fucking steal it or um, like try, like I don't know. People are fucking shady and they'll like they'll like open your thing, take your clothes out wet, and then put their own clothes in. And That's like, happened to me. And uh, so that they can Ew. steal your fucking whatever dollar or however much you put into the into. I'm the so mad laundry. when that happened to me at the basement of this piece of shit apartment i lived in that i didn't just like wait in the shadows for the person to come down and get their clothes mm-hmm. and just hit them with m- one of the many bike locks that were left behind just to do something <laughs> oh. man i don't know just like take, take take some wet shirt and shove it in their fucking mouth and then be like sorry i when thought I you did... were the dryer yeah. when i did laundry at a laundromat i would just read something and just look up every so often to make sure nobody was i wouldn't just stare it down i think that's too creepy that's true, that's true. you don't need to like it's not gonna go anywhere on its own. <laughs> you never know. Right. Um, okay. So I don't know if we can go beat by beat in the show, but uh I wanna read from my notes. She runs away from so so um These are my notes. I have notes too. So Tuesday <laughs> runs away from home. Why does she run away from home? We don't know. Um Yeah, we don't find out, but it seems like her mother is not very attentive and Mm -hmm. like there seems to be a lot of pressure on living with her family her mother seems to be someone very important and the fact that they don't want to involve the police when she goes missing is like sketchy right Mm. well they're avoiding a scandal i think it's in episode two or three she's a politician and so she's just like Mm. she doesn't want that publicity and so she sends her son uh along with the help of something i forget um to find her instead uh which makes sense but yeah she's sort of just generic boring politician um she runs, think, she, it's tuesday, a, tuesday i think wants to escape so that she can play guitar and and like 
Yes. You know. She wants to play music, which I don't understand why. She says in the beginning, she says when she meets um, Carol that she's never played in front of anybody before. Yeah, I feel like rich people give their kids like music lessons. You know what I mean? And then like want them to go on stage and show how well they're trained and stuff. Maybe the, maybe this rich household was like, a lady doesn't play music in front of men. That's right. A lady's a biochemical engineer. <laughs> Get back in those books. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the expectation is. Maybe they're like, no, don't do music shit. You either can, I don't know. Who do you think you are, Brian Epstein? You're not going to be a starving artist. You're going to make money. Be a doctor. Study to be a doctor. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe so be a dentist. <laughs> um, one of the few musicals I like, by the way. But she, Her luggage is a robot because we're in the future and on mars that that is honestly yeah that's the way you know because it's like a traditional nice ass mansion and then she leaves and the robots like time to do my thing and, and walk down the stairs and then get stolen anyway um you think a future what suitcase would have some of sort like, of gas dispersal defense what what did you think of those like little world building moments because i liked the subtleness of the future that they built here like it's not drastically different they still have like instagram and smartphones yeah. and stuff but things are just a little bit more convenient and interesting and and i liked it i would live in this convenient future i like it it seems pretty cool but i i think i'm just very cynical though because i'm like on whose back was this world built <laughs> what did you do to earth that's true who gets to leave Mm. Uh, that's where my my mind went my mind was not like everything could be better um but oh. besides that i i agree with you on the surface level yeah the tone of this show is so nice and sweet and great like so far it's a it's nice maybe we're gonna have a lynchian-esque like underturning of the soil upon which this there's no dystopia wonderful here. positivity lives and no. see all of the worms i don't know you could see where the conflict is coming like it's i think the show is is gonna be about and I've only watched the first three episodes like you guys. Uh, it's going to be about whether like art can exist when machines can create it just mm. as successfully, at least commercially. Like that seems because there's Carol and Tuesday and then there's the plot following this pop star who's singing all AI generated music. She's extremely controlled in what she has to do. Like the guy was forcing her to sing like the exact correct pitches. Um, there's like this she's she's like producing music for this giant ai driven corporation yeah um which in some ways totally matches my cynicism about modern triple a you know popular pop music in but other you ways have these like you know cute indie girls who yes. are writing songs together and they're making it happen and they're bucking the trend of all this is like gattaca for music Mm. They're like, no one makes music by themselves anymore. We're all born in a test tube. And they're like, but I have to do it. And mm. they hide that they're indie, maybe. I don't know. Here's the thing about this. This whole thing where it's like AI generated and hey, model girl, you better learn how to sing. In real life, they do this already and they will do this. The AI will also sing the song and then they just teach you to lip sync. Or they would mm -hmm. have like real time pitch correction where the person performing sings and the machine just makes it sound on key. They do that in post already. Well, it sounded like this was the first time that they have a real life, or in a long time, it's the first time in a long time that they have a song, that they're going to have a song by a real person. Because normally, like they were kind of saying it before, that most of all, all their songs are like all AI generated and the voice is AI and the... Did they say the voice is AI? I th that's what I got from it. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it, but he said something like this is the first time like we've never had a human like artist. Okay. So they were making songs without people. 
like without a, a human voice, I think. Okay, I guess without, I missed without, it. With like not backed by a person. Because this this thing is already kind of real where people are really singing. I don't know how much is like retouched in the studio. Nobody does necessarily. But for instance, like a big pop star, um, let's say like Rihanna wants to do a song or her team wants her to do a song. They have these songs that are written by somebody else. And I don't know if they're very inspired. Maybe they're based on like, uh, you know, um, market research or some think tank of like experienced people like uh, Sia or whatever. And they'll have somebody sing that song, somebody non-famous. They record like a placeholder version. Mm -hmm. And then when they're meeting with Rihanna or whatever, they'll play those placeholder songs and be like, which one would you want to do? And then she or her people are like, oh, we should do that one. And then she records it with her actual voice, but she did not write it, you know, contribute to the instrumentation. I mean, maybe, you know, she has opinions during production, you know, who knows. But um, it's that kind of thing where like, not only is it written, it's not like they come up to you and go like, oh, why don't you try singing this? Let's see how it sounds on you. It's like, no, no, someone already did this. Do you think mm-hmm. you would want to do this? <laughs> Let's just put your name on it. Right. Um, it's still, at least to me, if this is a one-off, that makes more sense. But otherwise, I'm like, this is a weird process to be like, we can AI generate all this stuff, but we need you to fix your vocal cords. You know who would be cool? Yeah. What? I- I don't know. No. Um, so you know how like it's like, oh, this is all like fucking AI data science. Like we engineer songs with science. Uh, it would be cool if it was like Spotify, like recommend songs to you. What if what if there was a service that just like created a song that was perfect for you? You know, created music that was like exactly what you wanted. I'd be so into that. Um, just make music for me no because about me. i i like when when music expands my mind you know yeah that's true when i was in high school or something i listened to music that had screaming in it for the first time and i was like i don't like this but for some reason i kept coming back to it and then i ended up liking it anyway mm. um so i don't know what that's you got, about so you gotta let the robots experiment yeah but that's what Spotify does. It's like, maybe you like this. And sometimes I'm like, shut the fuck up, Spotify. And then other times I'm like, you know what? You nailed it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they're close, but I don't want them to like map out my brain and just send me shit. Oh, I would like it. <laughs> Please map out my brain. Um, That is, yeah, that's going to be a conflict. I think also like something about tuesday running away is going to come back to her like we'll we'll learn more about her family and stuff maybe and it also seems like um carol has some backstory that she's an orphan yeah like she grew up in an orphanage right yeah you see briefly like the happy home helping hands or whatever yeah um where she gives the haters a taste of her foot you know she Mm -hmm. kicks that that boy in the face Um, yeah she briefly has a a part-time job the reason why we know this is she flashes back because She's supposed to be like a hired mourner at a funeral for someone. This person died and hired people to cry at his funeral. And they're like, think about uh, a time you were bullied to try and cry. And she thinks about it, but she punched the bully back and like actually beat him up worse than he did to her. Uh, Did you guys know this is actually like not quite this way, but did you know that like mourners are, that's a real profession that people have in Mm. some cultures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It sounds, it's believable. I think in Japan, like, you can hire fake families, too, like, actors to play your family. Oh, really? Yeah. Because the the one thing I remember seeing on a documentary was, it was, like, a, like, not uncontacted, but it was, like, a tribe somewhere on an island. I sound like such an asshole. 
Uh, it was the savages. No, um, I, I forget what it was, but it was like an oh, ancient boy. tradition. And the whalers like came out and they just like scream. It's these women that just like hold a picture and they just like lose their shit. But everybody knows, you know, everybody knows that they're just there to sort of intensify the sorrow, which I think is really interesting. Um, I tried doing that, but I've been arrested. So no one really appreciates my dedication to the ancient ways. Uh, the first episode... Just to go back to like... Oh, oh sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, just to go back to like the industrialization industrialization of music like it's always been kind of an awful industry like for a long long time like the whole story of the supremes is about like like people who have been exploited by the giant like motown and the brill building like it's always been like very corporate the way songs like pop songs have been written so Mm -hmm. i don't think that's a new thing it's just that like technology is making it increasingly soulless Mm -hmm. it's true but I still like the idea that it's like, even if this person is not getting paid that well, um, or, you know, they didn't write this stuff, someone else wrote it. It's like, it's weird when you feel like, ah, I just don't know if this person, you know, had any kind of inspiration or especially the the stuff that you can do, you can tweak and post. Although I guess there was still some of that, that kind of thing. I mean, even editing itself, I guess, is a little bit duplicitous, right? To be like, wow, they sang this all in one take. When in reality, for decades, it's been like, no, 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 you come in next week to to lay down the drums or you come down to do the second verse you know whenever you can Mm. so yeah maybe you're right for once um (laughs) hey fuck you (laughs) um i feel bad for angela the uh the girl who who wants to sing oh at one point she does a 37 questions with um section who uh Angela does like a thing that's like 30 se- 37 questions with Angela and it's like a POV cam oh. where they're like, hey, what did you, what's your pet's name and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And that is quite directly based on a Vogue YouTube series called 60 or no, 73 questions. Oh. So just flip the numbers and they do that. They just like follow you around and they're like, what's this? What's that? What's this? And they just answer in one take uh, a bunch of questions. Um, but then they mention that and she's going to be in Teen Vogue. tell how it is. Oh, Yeah. It has to be rehearsed. Um, this was weird, though, that she's like, no, you can't watch me go to the pool. And then the camera just slides over and is watching her by the pool. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just manu- manufactured creepiness. These girls meet and they have a connection and then they move in together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a lot. that's the practical thing to do. But yeah, so far we haven't seen if there's any sort of class conflict, you know? Like, uh, is is Tuesday going to be like, what's the big deal? Just, uh, you know, hire a maid. And Carol is like, we're not going to hire a maid. That's ridiculous. This, I don't show, know. Is, this show is not going to dive into that. They, they like, almost kind of touched it. Like, I mean, uh, Carol learned that Tuesday was rich when she saw that she had this unlimited credit card. Uh, she's like, maybe there's a piano laying around somewhere. Because her house is so big that she's like, oh, shit. What's this? A pool? <laughs> Uh, you don't think like her family's gonna come to pick her up and be like who is this ruffian you're living with yeah you don't think that'll happen (laughs) you're in a basement yeah or whatever it'd be interesting if that didn't happen but you know it might i think maybe something like that but i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be like uh a realization of like we have different lived experiences (laughs) you know i don't think it's gonna be that (laughs) i don't know i don't know um in the first episode, uh, well, at least I guess it's a running thing that we see Carol have different part-time jobs that she can't seem to hold down 
Um, her her customers are really rude to her. Mm-hmm. Um, this being one of the many times we see th- this anime demonstrate their sliding menu on table system. Um, and so she ends up fucking up their burgers. Miles, did she like pour a bunch of mustard onto their burgers or something? Do you remember that? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what she did to these people, but it was a fireable offense, whatever it was. Because she, like, hits a button and you just see this yellow liquid, like, coat the fucking burger patty. And then you see them later eating it, being like, Wah! Oh. So I have to think it was just a lot of mustard. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I just don't know. Um, yeah. I just spoiled something a little bit for me. It turns out there is a character with the vocals of denzel curry uh, that? so that's awesome denzel curry is oh and thundercat oh so it's not just songs it's like actually in there stop reading spoilers well it's not like spoiler. stop no i'm sorry um <laughs> uh, what did i write here they because they're like i don't know indie you know they're they're trying to make they they pretty much are just doing like street performances and like like renegade performances right now like they they break into a place to play the piano and just like have a jam session and then some dude named roddy records it and he uploads it on the internet and it starts to go viral because it's real music man it's real (laughs) uncut um i i wrote a note here that i said this is very nice but dot 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 and then what did i write here great neck grant reach we'll never know um there are some jojo connections some pretty thick jojo connections uh tuesday's brother spencer is voiced by the rohan voice actor Mm. interestingly the music producer producer is voiced by the guy who's rohan in two of the jojo video games and the uh manager guy the drunk asshole gus goldman um is wham from uh part two he has a good voice he has a great voice here it's like very dirtied you know, mm. like he talks like uh, like his voice is a little bit like that. Deeper than that. He's not but... the Satchmo. Um, <laughs> but uh, instead of it just being like clean and clear like this, uh, whatever, Divine Sandstorm, um, it's a little bit dirtier and gruffer. Angela's mom... Has got it going on. Has a very deep voice. It's a, it's a, The voice actor is a man with a very deep voice. And I wonder why that choice was made. Because usually you don't see that in anime. Usually, uh, sometimes you'll have a a woman playing a little boy sometimes or like a young man. But you usually don't see a a man with a very obvious man voice uh, playing a woman. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, I saw someone call it transphobic somewhere. I mean, by by somewhere, I mean Twitter, I think. Um, well, Twitter's not real. Well, that's that, I, that's why I'm admitting it. But it's just because um, I get it because I think it's it, it is by appearances perhaps a trans woman, but the voice actor plays it with a straight masculine voice. But I mean, who yeah, knows what they I were going for? That, I, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't even know how to interpret it because the character doesn't seem like like sometimes you like uh it's like a oh haha it's so funny it's a guy dressed up as a woman you know like it but it didn't seem like it's being played for laughs you know it didn't seem like it yeah um and the show so Maybe far has, like, has had pretty solid like the diversity in the show like it's not really played for laughs or anything it just feels like everyone naturally like on mars everyone's there i could see it maybe like if the mom ends up being a bad character then i can see it being like you know 
I don't know. I mean, if she's I mean, if she's good or evil, that doesn't bother me. I, I really. I don't know. It's just more about how they, uh, if they like wink at you about like gender or something, that's what it's like. Oh, fuck off. I'm suspicious. I'm suspicious. I'm curious and suspicious, but I will. We're reserve, looking at you sideways. I will reserve my judgment until I have more information. Yes. So we, we've put a on a similar note. Do you think there's any? I don't think there will be, but do you think there was going to be a hint of any romance between Carol and Tuesday? I thought maybe in the beginning, before I watched this, because it's about two ladies, and so I'm just like, please, please have, like, gay undertones. But I don't know. It seems pretty innocent. Like, I I don't think it will. They you just seem know. like two girls that are, like, good friends. Like, maybe maybe something can build, but I'm not seeing that right now. I'll say, I just think that when there's romance in an anime, I feel like it would have been hinted at already. And I don't think that uh, Watanabe, the director, like thinking back to Cowboy Bebop, like he doesn't really put romance front and center. So it might just not even be a thing here. Mm. Um, But we'll see. I'm open to whatever. Because so far I just like the story. I'm interested to see how they confront the music industry now that it's extremely mechanized. It it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling because it feels just nice yeah uh i i we touched on a little bit but i really love the animation like especially the way they animate like things like playing the piano and playing the guitar just like making sure that it's as detailed and realistic looking as possible it reminds me a lot of another i think it's a shinchiro watanabe anime uh uh kids on the slope which is about like kids in the 50s who are into jazz um but yeah i just love seeing people playing piano in particular really well animated it is kids on a slope is uh directed by the same guy watanabe this director always like a lot of his anime have like music is an important oh yeah thing right like cowboy bebop Sha- samurai shampoo this this one like seems like he's um, into tying in music with the animation and everything else there's also a cowboy bebop connection here because they pay in oolongs or woolongs Oh, is that what that currency mm-hmm. was? I was like, this looks familiar. They they subtitle it as oolongs, but in Cowboy Bebop, it's written as woolongs, but I think that's pretty close. Um, yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's the There's same Mars where Spike Spiegel was betrayed. The same what? The same Mars of Spike Spiegel oh, where he was yeah. betrayed by the oh. Dragon Syndicate or whatever they were called. Hopefully one character just looks around and is like, what planet is this? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, and I don't like how Gus, when he like tracks down the girls, he just like fucking terrifies them. He, like, I don't know. That was a little over the so top. He's so scary. Like there's th- two girls living alone and you're like, like, I don't, you're, <laughs> you, you knock down their door and scare them and like yell at them. And then when they open it a, a, a little bit, you like start to open. Like I would be afraid for my life. Yeah, he has no like sensitivity to that. He's not even like it's not even a thing where he's excited and it's mis it's mistaken for being he's threatening. Trying to he's scare literally them. he's literally just threatening them. He's it's, trying to scare them. Yeah, it's it's quite silly. Um I think it's interesting when the manager takes them to um DJ Ertagun's uh house, which by the way, when his name flashed on screen for the first time, I read it as DJ Erection. Mm. Um he's like, <laughs> Hey, uh he's like, the one thing I'll tell you is if you when you go in the meeting don't give him a foot massage. And I was like, that is 
surprisingly like creepy and yet spot on and i'm like is this related this is, to any real life things that i'm hearing what happens about? in the music industry sadly i think it's true no. uh i couldn't figure out why this guy kept saying his name was ertegun um it is possibly a reference to ahmed ertegun a turkish american businessman and co-founder of atlantic records um that feels like a pretty deep musical connection um miles do you have any info uh about brian epstein at one point gus says you couldn't have the beatles without brian epstein he was the beatles manager and he died very young i think before they even broke up and it kind of fucked up the band for their last two albums uh what were their last two albums uh let it be and abbey road i mean those those got some bangers on there don't they i mean it's true but they were like very depressed for a long time. Like I and it that's like partly what led them to break up in the end is that like I think he was a uniting force mm. and then he died. Yeah. That sucks when the glue that holds you together dissolves. That DJ, what was his deal? <laughs> he let these girls up and then like he he's like at a pool with like all women and then like <laughs> I don't know. He's like Hey, oh, who are you? Oh, you're Roddy's friends. Let me take off my robe. And they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Does he think they're his personal trainers or something? No, no, no. It's, I think he thought they were fans because he was like, you can take a picture with me and you can hug me, whatever, uh, whatever. Okay, so he's working out in front of them because he's like, this is what you're here to see. Yeah, I think he, maybe uh, okay. he was trying to dry off. <laughs> no, nah, you can be sweating. Um, fucking, uh, I think it's interesting that when they go viral, because someone took a picture of them playing after they broke into a music hall. A video. That video, uh, yeah, video, has 2 million likes, I noticed, and 300 dislikes, which is a ridiculous ratio. You can't get that. Um, and I think it's cool that, you know, it's not even used as a commentary, but uh, this guy seeking them out is able to figure them out using facial detection, facial recognition detection, which is uh, scary. And then he looks on their Instagram and he's like, they left geotagging on and they go to their apartment. But I don't think Instagram shows you like cross streets and no. specific address doors. No, it'll tell you like a town. Yeah, that's about it. Maybe in the future it does. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, I love it. I love being observed <laughs> by algorithms. Well, there is like you can turn on geolocation on like your iPhone and it does pinpoint where you are, right? Right. But Instagram is not stupid enough to make that known or else people would right. hate that feature. Right. And it'd probably be illegal. Um, I don't know. Yeah, overall, I, I am interested in this series. I like some of the sci-fi-ness, even though I am not sure if it's going to be... Um, well, I, it seems like it will be something that uh, sort of we grapple with philosophically about like, mm -hmm. how much does it matter if there's not real, you know, voices and hands behind the music? Uh, and I'm interested to see if these two uh, do have any kind of relationship or... Um, Maybe they learn things from each other from being from opposite sides of the tracks. Yeah, the show's pretty good. There's a lot to work with here. For sure. I am interested in seeing if there's going to be any conflicts between them. Because so far, it's just like they became instant friends and moved in together. And um, I'd be curious to see if there's anything that like, you know, that bothers each other about the other one. Maybe at the end, one of them goes solo and the other one drinks themselves to death. No. Oh. Ooh, maybe that's what this is about. It's just like a... From innocent, it's like Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh yeah, I am the one who rocks. It's it's not. It's gonna be super sweet forever. Um, that's Did you how hear I feel. back there? I said I am the one who rocks. Did you hear that, Mark? I don't know what that is. In Breaking Bad, a famous quote is he says, "I am the one who knocks." Oh, <sighs> all right, fine. <laughs>
I'm very... You guys haven't seen Breaking Bad? Neither have I. I've seen it. All of it. I've seen a season and a half and then I pieced out. But I don't quote it. I haven't seen it. Um, By the way, we resumed watching The Sopranos. How far did you get, Miles? I got to like season three and a half and there was... I, I don't know. I just got turned off by it after a while. Okay. I got turned off and now I I'm back into, in it. I can go into... Okay. I got... I'll, I'll say exactly. I got turned off after the... Wait, 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 wait. wait. We, 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 haven't, we haven't gotten to where you're talking about. We oh, just started I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I talked over it. I'll hear it in the edit probably, but... Okay, good, good, good. That's good, fine. Good. I'll try to jump ahead and edit it so I don't hear what you said. Hmm. This is going to be exciting. Okay. It's a race against knowledge. <laughs> trying to edit spoilers from yourself. From my own brain. <laughs> Um, but I think we're done anyway, talking yeah. about this um, M&A for this evening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Next week, we will cover The Promised Neverland, unless there's something I forgot. I don't know anything about it, uh, but I'm sure it's good. Our listeners have great tastes. If you want to write an email, type in the two field, Pod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, talk about anime or... Uh, you know, what your government's doing for you in the pandemic or what you hope about JoJo Part 6. Or your feet. Like your feet health. I don't want to hear what? like a sensual description or anything. Your uh, shoes. Miles, any final words? support. Any last words for this episode? Uh, no, I'm just in favor of arch support. Okay. That's great. Have a good week, everybody. Stay sane. Bye. Bye.